I see you shiver with anticipation. But it's not my place to judge why people like a weird thing. I never do that. Then what are you for? Treachery to intellectual integrity. Ruling, blithering idiots. Absolute moral chaos. What the f is wrong with you? What the f What I'm saying is the planet's on fucking fire. Life. It's chaos of nothing. Life is sacred. Welcome, welcome, everybody. This is. <laughs> I forgot my own intro. Hi, welcome, everybody. This is Spider. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your name, good sir? I'm Thomas Wood. I got your logo on the corner too, also known and all as your, the pirate your links. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the freaking, the Deviant, the one and only uh, podcast about freaking Deviant behavior. Anything and everything that makes you feel uncomfortable, make you uh, feel like an outsider to regular society. That is exactly what we like to talk about. So, that's pretty much my entire so life. That's exactly why you're here, good sir. <laughs> Technically, you're not here. I am here. Welcome, uh, welcome uh, to my abode. Back in your land. It's, uh, <laughs> we have this mobile camera here. I mean, a little bit. We can actually take on a like a nice 360 over. Right, what, right, right. You well, know the area we're sitting in, so people can experience <laughs> what we're experiencing over here. Mm. So we're here. Eating an otter pop because it's <laughs> freaking hot out here. Please tell me I don't. I'm about to fix that. Ah, uh, it's live now, friends only. God damn it. I'm fixing it, sorry. Watch as this man fixes his podcast. You fuck your shit up, babe. Watch in amazement while he texts. <laughs> Observe the teching. <laughs> All right. So please share. <laughs> On that note, the, the Facebook link is Welcome, now public. Welcome, this is Spider. <laughs> hey, this is the thing. You need to have an understanding. Every single podcast has a fuck up. Oh yeah! Every yeah. episode you've been in, you witnessed it. Dude, there's a fuck up dude. on every episode. When, when we it's were doing natural. it, the first like five or six podcasts we did, they had an interruption by wildlife. What? How? How? Yeah, exactly. We didn't. Not like we can plan that crap. But we had <laughs> we had deer walk into the frame. We had like hummingbirds like oh my dive God. bomb us. We had that's amazing. Uh, we had stuff. Stuff. <laughs> mm. So speaking of stuff. Weirdos, mm. as we are. You are a uh, a successful juggler or pyro juggler. Oh, but that yeah. that, in my opinion, that implies you juggle fire, which is very small part of your it's, act, right? Well, it, okay, I can juggle fire, but in my act, it's actually that I'm a juggler and fire eater. Mm. But so you're a pyromaniac, <laughs> but a juggler too. I was I was looking for correct? a name. When I put this thing together, there would be like pyro easy juggler. to remember. It would be like a. Uh, get me out there so that, that's what we got came up with so if you stick around everybody uh, he we're going to try to get him to do some of his act live here I'll do just a very fire. little bit actually what I'm gonna do is something that's not in the act oh dope. we'll play we, we like just really learned close. five minutes ago there's a burn band where we are so <laughs> let's 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 go in public and just do something on fire breaking the law breaking, breaking the, the law because <laughs> you know fuck the police or whatever whatever no, what, we're not, <laughs> Does it count it's if you're? If, does it count if you're the thing burning? <laughs> <laughs> it's just performance <laughs> art. Like I don't think they ban tiki torches. And there's no spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> That's because white people use them. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. exactly. Too soon. My bad. Is that what the fuck are you drinking? I thought that was like to pour into cups. 
That's just <laughs> you're sipping out of this water. That's my mug. Holy shit! Anybody <laughs> saw that? I <laughs> <laughs> just brought a fucking Viking. <laughs> Dreamy is actually for those surprised? for those Dream. of you just listening. He yeah, just yeah. Okay, a, so this is, is probably that, the last time you're going to see it like unmarred and unmarked. Because Dreamy has said for a long time that she's going that? to take an engraver. And that, that totally does look pretty bad. Yeah. I mm, just opened mm. this and it squirted on me. Yeah. I'm sorry. That and was part of it. You got excited. Uh, <laughs> My bottle of water is happy to see me. Oh, God. Are the comments turned off somehow? <laughs> Can you comment? Hi again, public. Hi again. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a comment. Tyler Rickson. Uh, yeah, somebody just tagged someone else on it, and <laughs> that's interesting. But, but yeah, so... I can hear, I can watch, I sent you a comment. Fantastic. There's your comment. Test. Okay. Excellent. Yep, it pops up. Excellent. So, you're a performer. Hi. Hi, Hello. Thank you for watching. Love you too, even though I don't know you. <laughs> that's okay. Give <laughs> me a favor. We're going to open the party favor. All right. There we go. Oh, we got God. me. Wait, wait, wait. This is this is hand therapy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Ugh. Come on, Thomas. For the record, oh, this man had a this is motorcycle a accident that shattered this his hand, actually a and he's still recovering from that. Uh, he just came from therapy. Belief. Oof, nailed it. Whee! Hell yeah. Ah, that's the birthday boy. <sighs> you want the first sip? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the so pain bad. in the hand. <laughs> I wish we could advertise for Thorin, like just put his logo, like his website and shit. I'm, I'm not sure if he'd appreciate it. Well, I'm not sure. We this show is kind of filthy. Well, also because it's... Uh, it's you think Thorin cares if it's filthy? I was about to say, <laughs> have you talked to Thorin ever? Well, not only that, not I, I think if there's I, I think Ooh, if there's a, a a chink in the armor, it's that it's alcohol and it'd be advertising alcohol. They get weird about that. Right, oh. weird about that on Facebook. Really? Yeah. It's not alcohol. It's water. It's... It's apple juice. It's apple juice. <laughs> definitely. We're drinking I'm apple drinking juice. some honey water. Honey water. That's Men's definitely what happened. I've seen <laughs> Somebody named, we got Tucker saying, this year sucks, I hope you guys are holding up, uh, holding up, or, mm. no, that's a question, yeah, I hope you guys are, we're holding you up, are holding up, you're having some, some performance issues, uh, is that the perfect way of wording? It happens to everybody. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, I had my hand, I'm a juggler and I got my hand, I, I, I had my yeah, hand caught between really two vehicles, um, about a year ago now. And gone through like four different surgeries, and a, as a juggler, that tends to slow you down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking the the thing, the the Which thing, the, the virus thing. Oh yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm pretty yeah, sure just, just as I we'll super therapied my way into um, being able to perform again. Like I, I had just gotten to the point where maybe just oh, yeah, maybe you were about I could to come perform. back to performing, and, and everything got shut down. And then that weekend that like I was booked. From that weekend all the way to oh, Sherwood, mid yeah, July. Yeah, you were supposed yeah. to see you. And it, I, I had booked every weekend all the way through like the middle of July. Jesus. And, and then everything went to hell. Everything went to hell. Yeah, that's that's 2020 for you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, but uh, so the thing is, like, you're, again, once again, uh, if you want to show it some feels love, like, it feels like we're breaking up with the past decade. It really does. Like yeah. it's the season it's finale <laughs> of the world. What do you guys and think? Everything's ending. 2020 kind of feels like you're breaking up with the last decade. It, it's got all... It's, it's there <laughs> with the It's one of those meme breakups where you throw yeah. shit at each other. <laughs> it's pissed. It's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 2016 sucked. You're, but you're treating... You can't go for vengeance? Yeah, yeah. I was like... <laughs> 
it thinks the sugar, the it, sugar it, it, it thinks we're cheating thing. on it with some 20 year old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very specific thing to say <laughs> mm. not that i'm bitter so, about the reaction of the so again one. uh one of the <laughs> things that we sort of bonded on when we met is that we're both performers mm-hmm. of the sort I, I have very few like paid gigs in my on my background, but you I've should been change performing. that. I I'm aware. I it is yeah, it is definitely, dude. <laughs> How's your yeah, gig going? So busy. I'm <laughs> contracted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From the beginning of October through <laughs> through yeah, nine weeks. Yeah, dude, go ahead and plug your show if you want. You guys. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm actually contracted at the Texas Renaissance Fair now. Um, yeah, there's dreamy on the, on the if comments. they <laughs> open which all indicators are um we will be performing for uh or i'll be performing for nine weekends uh total and it should go pretty well i mean this is at uh texas the texas, texas Fair. okay uh just outside of houston northwest of houston uh plannersville area um so there's that. Yeah. You got, that you being got said, some money coming in and some of, uh, yeah. well, in my opinion, the feedback is which matters to me. Like it, if you don't, if you perform, you can as perform you know, a camera all day. I mean, well, I mean, as you know, I mean, it's all about flight time, man. Yeah, flight. Yeah, thank you. you. Know, We're quoting Penn and Teller now. Yeah, well, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, the, the it, it is. That is largely them, but it's uh, to to explain that for those of you who have never heard this, uh, Penn and Teller once uh, <laughs> well, described performance as uh, an air pilot. Yeah. When uh, anytime you've got something that you're performing, um, you can rehearse at it all day or for years in front of a camera or in front of like other situations. But the reality of it is, until you actually throw it in front of an audience and get the <laughs> feedback between you and the audience. Um, it doesn't do the same thing. And really what you need is about two months of that, like, solid. And everything kind of clicks, clicks, clicks together. Um, I know for, like, stand-up comedy, that's that's. Oh, that's absolutely. You can't just practice yeah, your entire you, you act can. in front of the mirror. And it's a, a magician, you, I can. Well, I can a, do it in front of the mirror. As a juggler, a I mean, okay, so good. my style of show is a lot like stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I consider your act very much stand-up comedy. Yeah, I laughed more than I was like, ooh, <laughs> and that's unfair. But that's because, but that's because I know that you know. I mean, I know. Right. The well, I mean, doing. people They're knew fucking that hard, but people knew that I might not get my use of my hand back and start hiring me again. Uh, specifically, because they know that you have an act as a, a because they know word. I'll come up with something. Although this definitely slows me down. Like there's things that I've practiced for tens of thousands of hours that I suddenly can't do. Um, but you know, give me a little while. Maybe I'll be yeah. able to do it. And honestly, what I'm doing on my Patreon, uh, which you can look up, uh, <laughs> it's on the it's on the link. Yeah, there, there's links on the subscription description. Um, <laughs> I'm doing like a recovery type of thing, like weekly posting uh, as I'm working at different stuff uh, to my like 12 patrons. There's, there's not many of them, but I love you guys. Um, All 12 of you. Yes. Yes. Um, and, yeah, that, that, that's a thing. And like I was saying to you, mm-hmm. you need to put yourself out there with a few audiences that, whether it goes well or whether you fail, you can just go, hachoo, bring me another audience, and then do it again. <laughs> now you, it's like a pyramid scheme. That's what it is. It's a pyramid scheme of... of uh, Socializing, uh, right, right. So you you keep like performing it again and again and again and again. And it tightens up. I 
watching you forever, I mean, you've got the chops as far as magical goes. It's just, <laughs> it's pacing and getting it to aim somewhere, like why things happen. Yeah, and that's tell a story with it, which yeah. is something I kind of picked up. Which is uh, one of the well, things Jeff I want to show. Jeff really big on that too. Yeah, he fucking he does like no talking magic. He will right. do an entire like five minute, just mimic oh miming I think it is right 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 with the right. mask. It tells a story. Right. It's I've been insane. To get back. It's I'm definitely one of my inspirations, and I've actually I have an autograph. Like yeah. he misspelled my name, you know, because of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks. If we get if we get a chance. Uh, or framing is subpar. I noticed that I, I just didn't want to like get up. Right at the top. Yeah, like his head's being blocked by live. Mm. There we go. There. Much better. Thank there you. Go. Hey, there's a cameo by Kelsey. Hey. Anybody say hi to those titties. <laughs> <laughs> hi, titties. <laughs> oh, God. Should I announce your. your Let's not. La- okay. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. <laughs> so. Um, what we're just talking about is something that I consider very interesting. There, uh, where do you find a line for a performer who is a freak that can do something extraordinary physically versus a magician who will uh, deceive, pr- pretend to have that ability? Well, okay. Now, honestly, this is purely an ap- academic question because when it comes down to it as an audience member, it comes down to where you entertain. Well, yeah, and an entertainer is an entertainer is an entertainer. Right, That's right. It, they, whether but, whether they're throwing out magic, whether it's real or whether it's imagined. But if you if you think of a performer like Penn and Teller or James right. Randi versus Yuri Geller, well, the you know okay. So saying? there's freak and geek magic, which yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with, and for you audience members out there that that had to do with like old school sideshow and stuff. And a lot of times it wasn't necessarily magic or deception; it, it was people actually doing something that was yeah like contortionist yeah like people claim houdini could dislocate his shoulder right which to this day i have no idea if that's true anymore because he's lost in the myth because it could very well be that he could dislocate his shoulder to get out of a straight jacket my, my or dad my dad's he uh, used that other technique where you kind of have it loose my, and he's visiting my dad cave. had this place in laurel canyon that he lived for the longest amount of time and our neighbor was houdini's old place like we lived directly next to it serious yeah <laughs> so dope speaking of your dad we have a painting here oh um, yeah yeah so his birthday's coming up uh when's your birthday again uh august 25th so in four days mm-hmm. right you're about to turn you want to say it you don't i will to. be 51 51 ancient so one of my favorite things that that, that uh, like you know talking to you and stuff is like how much love you have for your dad that inspired oh, you yeah, to be no, pop was great uh, 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 you know f- inspired me funny and took you to rent's fair for the first time yeah right those are the things yeah, you, both. you mentioned and this right here, you want to hold it here. Yeah. And he did, he did a bunch it. of artwork. Unfortunately, a lot yeah. of it got stolen just before he died. So yeah. this is one of the only you pieces we've got this. left. There is a Facebook memorial page that has a bunch of the... Facebook memorial? Uh, yeah. yeah, for his dad. Can There's we put a photos. link on there later? Or yeah, if you want to put it in the comments, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah, it has a whole bunch of photos of no uh, his missing paintings. Oh, that's some so... So if somebody huge. might find them later, yeah, and they might come back. They're like eight feet tall. Holy shit. But yeah, this one right here, you showed it to me, and I'm like, that's fucking cool. And then you told me it was your dad's, and I'm like, I can make that into a shirt. Which, I intended to bring that to you as a birthday present. Aww. A shirt with your dad's painting on it. Um, Appreciate it. But uh, another thing that I realized after other conversations that we had last time you were here, is that you're colorblind. Which very much likely means you probably don't see that painting the way it was intended to be seen. Is that correct? I don't know. How would I know? You want to you start... <laughs> No, I'm in the video. Start the video? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you yeah, want to video right her? That's okay. literally what I'm doing. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. What are you talking about? Wait, it's not blue? It's not blue. <laughs> no, honey, it's not blue. It's actually not just blue, no. It uh, totally looks blue to me. That I have a feeling. So, uh, so here's what's <laughs> going to happen. I, last, last time I was here, I showed you a test to, so you can test for your thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and I told you that there are glasses that correct this. So we are live on the podcast, and I want you to open them because they're here with oh. me. Oh, God. This right here, I want you to open them, put them on. This and is so sweet. The moment you have them on, I want you to this be the first thing you look at. So you can I, see the intricacies of, of color that he put in here. I'll never be able to see that. That you never saw this. it. <laughs> and after mm. this, if you want to, this is something I, I, I know how beautiful you think your land is. It's prettier than you think it is. Because it probably <laughs> doesn't look like it with the way it looks to us. So after we did the test, we kind of know what your deficiency is on the, on the cones of your eyes. Uh, so I ordered the so glasses that correct I'm not sure if Dad that. was colorblind or not. Um, uh, it doesn't look like it, considering the color. I don't think he was. Yeah. Yeah, the shading and the color, it's, it's really well done. So as soon uh, as you put those on, this is what that really looks like. Oh, wow. All right, there's a lot more reds and a lot more greens. And yellows. There's and a lot of color in there that you're probably missing because it's very Holy much shit, Dad. subtly mixed into each other. Oh, considering this was all done with a Bic pen. Yeah, there are Bic pens. I can tell that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just colored pens. But the amount of detail that he put into that, yeah, I, like I know that detail. fades between colors tend to be disappearing for colorblind people. Your skin color is way different. Look at my pants. <laughs> pants are kind of the same, the record, but your skin is way different. She didn't pull her pants off off camera, by the way. <laughs> her pants are red, so he probably never seen them. It, yeah, the that you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's immediately going to look around. Everything around you is not what it usually looks like, is it? Yeah, like the, the browns <laughs> are different than I'm used to seeing them. Which I'm assuming Which, around. Which came with uh, this balloon so you can see the actual... Because here you have subtlety, but this right here is like the colors of the rainbow and actual bright plastic so you can... There's no fading there, so you can see the difference. Wait a second. Okay, so... You have any confusion as to which one's which? <laughs> Orange, right? Yep. Red? Yeah. I'm assuming those are the ones that you probably have an issue comparing before. Purple? Did you just ask that? Yeah. And You've never blue. seen like this particular hue? Well, I, I have, but it's usually not. There's usually not this much of a difference between the blue and purple. Yeah. Like my my. That's the things definitely break. look different. <laughs> I think he's a little overwhelmed. <laughs> this would be so much easier to hunt with during. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was that was kind of the purpose of humans seeing color was hunting actually. <laughs> Pick some fruit. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> he just picks the red and stay in front of him. That's the same color as your phone case. That, that little green line around it is the same color. Right, so normally green is my favorite color, but I'm not used to seeing it like this. So green is not your favorite color. Oh well, well, it's still my favorite color, but it's. <laughs> more vivid um wacky yeah he always said he the colors were just kind of muted yeah, yeah. That's, that's very how often what it is like do you usually uh, not be able to tell the difference between 
Orange and red is what he just said. Uh, red and in, brown. And purple and blue, apparently, he never seen before. He said they're never yeah, that different. Yeah, that's usually... Take your, take your glasses off. Yeah, you want to compare? Like, how his immediate reaction is to blow up the Yeah, blue. okay, so I can't... I can't see the color there. And now I can see the color difference. So that's they look alike without the glasses? Well, that's fascinating. Because I thought it was more around the reds, but I guess that's basically red with purple. No, these look like pretty much exactly the same when I'm not Jesus wearing this. Jesus Christ, that's oh, wow. bad, dude. <laughs> and then I wear this. Yeah, you have a very strong, uh, I think it's called the strong Duton that, that we found out that was your thing. And it's pretty much the worst I can be. You're missing like two counts. <coughs> yeah. Sensitivity so that's, two counts is missing. That's way different. No. Orange and red, I can totally tell these. So here is the biggest test. You've been performing with fire for a very, very long time. Do you know what fire looks like? I can like? difference, but these are like really different. Uh, to my knowledge, so I know what fire looks like. I'd like you like. to pull out the torch and do part of your act yeah. with, the, with those on. Alrighty. And see if you can see the difference on fire. Because uh, that's what I'm very curious about. Those yeah, of you it might very be why you're not afraid of fire because well, it doesn't look like scary like it does to us. Well, those of you that have never seen me do this before, um, I cannot stress enough how this isn't exactly a magic trick. Remember, we're talking about freaking geek magic and how uh, some things kind of cross over. Um, Would you like magic. the Zoom in camera, or are you good with that far? The one? Yeah, let's, let's start here okay. now while I'm talking, and we'll go in for a zoom while it's <coughs> there. Um, you want to turn off that fan? You have a lighter? Yes. Yes, it's right here. Um, the thing with freaking geek magic is that it's often based on something you're actually doing. The real trick to fire eating is that it's not a trick. I really am taking a large flaming skewer and ramming it down my throat. I'm not saying it's a smart act, I'm saying it's an act. <laughs> that being said, I'm not going to do much of it here. This is just a teaser, so perhaps if you see me, and maybe see where I'm performing or something, you, you come and see. Because also I don't want to spoil any of it. Um, although, to quote, you know, a, a line that I do use during my show, as long as there's been written record of there being a whack, there, there being a juggler, and a village. Yeah, sorry, completely screwed that up. You know what I'm distracting me is I'm seeing colors. <laughs> I made him perform in the middle of discovering some. Yeah, part of I the know, world. I know. It's like this weird. But this is. But honestly, as long as there's been a village with access village to fire, there's been some village whack job willing to eat it. I'm that. Well, whack interestingly guy. enough, again, this is part of the experience. I want to see what you look like. Now, how you think okay, fire so looks I've, like? Oh, whoa, that is <laughs> way different. Thomas the Pyro Juggler sees fire for, for the first time. Okay, that is very, nope. very different. Don't hurt yourself because I'll try. it's distracting now. Oh, cool. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, those of you that don't know... Was that uh, scarier than usual? It's different. <laughs> this... <laughs> Jesus. Don't I had a mustache. Don't burn your glasses. <laughs> yeah, don't burn the new glasses. Yeah. You don't know what kind of chemicals are on those glasses. Woo! Clap, clap, clap. Ooh. That was amazing. Does it taste hotter? 
<laughs> it tastes hotter. Yeah. <laughs> There's meat and water, so like you gotta. Hey, do me a favor, baby, and grab me a coke from inside the, the cold small ones. trailer. <laughs> now you need that ice pop. Oh, I totally burned my lip a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. we took a little too long in there. Without the glasses, and then. I mean, he knows what it looks like without the glasses. Yeah. I'm sure he memorized the look of fire by now. Uh, but it's it's. Again. That is very different. Yeah, now you get to see what we see. Like when we unexpectedly, see fire. Did, like I underestimated how much different that would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's things I want to try. Yeah, no. As soon as we're <laughs> finished here, we need to take a walk on your land again, and you get to re-experience how yeah. pretty everything here is because it's very pretty. Yeah, uh, especially with record, like I'm gonna it, we're heading towards sunset and everything. Yeah. So oh, the sunset is gonna be the coolest. Yeah. Dude. We were talk talking about that. So I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a quick thing here where I'm gonna show the other camera and show people kind of where what what our setup looks like. Uh, let's turn this one off, and there you are. That's me drinking some mead, <laughs> getting and rid of the fire yeah, pain. Yeah, this is that's his hot tub over there. That's Kelsey filming us over there. <laughs> that's strategically placed. Strategically placed. There's Joe over there, <laughs> and we got like this beautiful, amazing background he's got going on here. It doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It most definitely doesn't. But yeah, this is what he's surrounded by. He's basically in the middle of the woods here. And by the way, this thing right here is a sauna, right? <laughs> so you have a hot tub over there and a sauna behind here. You got basically a spa just built into yeah. your Yeah, well, into I, mean, your, into I your work land. on helping people heal, too. So. Yeah, that's your your, your side business. <laughs> uh, could you describe what, what, what that process is like when you heal people uh, i can't if you don't legally. have to oh <laughs> that's fair that's but, fair uh, but i help people out all right um you know it's one of those people come to me hurt and they leave not hurting as much um, gotcha but yeah this is you're excited wacky <laughs> very in a little bit i might i might make you do the test again and see if you pass it with flying colors now <laughs> flying colors yeah see what i did there so I mean, How even funny. even the fake plant up here, with the rose and everything, looks completely <laughs> different. Or, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of subtle colors in, in, in your land period that you've probably been missing. You have to be. Um, yeah, I imagine fruit picking is way different. Yeah, it's gonna stand out. The the fire. Look like a video game when things glow at you. Yeah, the fire has a lot more like reds and oranges in it than. Uh, yeah, and what I'm excited to now, and definitely we'll make a video of this, you should do that too, like a, a selfie live thing or something. I did not know that this the would be sunset. this much of a difference. I thought it would just be like a regular filter. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fascinating when you've never perceived something, how you don't know how much you're missing until well, I mean, it, the moment you see it. It's like I've perceived it, but not in a... Uh, it's like hey, a look at that can, Thomas. <laughs> Let's advertise this. Why not? It's li it's not like I haven't perceived so far. I, I haven't seen a color that I haven't perceived. It's just that everything it pops now. Yeah, like way more brilliant. Like uh, fire was comparatively flat. I I knew that because this is something I kind of like. This is one of these that came to mind right away. Fire has a lot of hue changes that are not lines, right? It's a fade. I bet this would help a lot during blacksmithing. Am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That actually makes sense. How about your show sign? Oh. Oh, you're gonna get to see your your show shine. Should we? Let, let's show it over there here. Somehow it looks more three dimensional. That's three, oh yeah, because the letters stand out now, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> this is weird. 
Yeah, no, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to take a walk around your land and see what 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 pops at you. Well, I'm I'm willing. Yeah, no, that's definitely gonna be part of the part of the experience today. Again, like swap over to a phone. I, I, it's one of those things where I I'm very much uh, when it comes to gifting. I'm more Thank of you. a given an experience, a feeling, an emotion, a, you know, yeah, things I mean, like that, which is a performer, you, you kind of see that perspective. When's your birthday? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> you know, you, oh, ooh, I got a good one. You know why? Why? Because you missed my party. Ah, oh, you bastard. <laughs> Wait, no, he didn't. He missed his party. <laughs> no, he missed his own party. We no. threw a party for you and you didn't show up. Yeah. I tried. But then you died like the next day, right? Yeah, I, I got hurt. <laughs> it was within a week that you had the fucking accident that ruined your hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Wow, God, that was a year ago. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. it was a birthday party. He didn't want to drive. What date was that? It was it, September. Uh, September 9th was the day of the accident. Yeah. And we had a party for him like the week, the, the yeah, weekend I was, after I was his gonna, birthday. I was gonna head out and then. Uh, yeah, because we went to Belize. But yeah, yeah, I remember that. But there was a, birthday, there was yeah, a bunch yeah. of stuff that turned out where I was gonna have to pull it off on the motorcycle, and I just wasn't up to it. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was trying to build myself up back on a motorcycle again, and then this happened. And then the accident happened. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, crazy how quickly pa like time just goes. You know, it, it, yes and like no. I've only known you for what a year and a half. As far as like dealing with this, this seems like I've been dealing it with it forever. <laughs> Not yet. But uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's better. It's better than it was. Yeah, I'm really excited to, that you get to see that. To me, that one is one of the things that that was in my head that that painting that your dad has because I have a really, yeah, well, I have an HD picture of it that I put much on the shirt. Different. It, yeah, it has so many colors in there that you most likely wouldn't have seen. So that's yeah, pretty no, exciting. no. To me, it looked mostly blue. Get you to see it for the first time. <gasps> She's gonna go get the cat. <laughs> the cat. Yeah, we, yeah, cat, we haven't a, seen the cat's colors. I have not seen. The oh, cat's you color. don't know what your cat looks like. That happened. She, uh, she you know like what? Was that YouTuber? Okay, so there's this weird thing where, to me, and I don't know why this is, but uh -huh. the cat has always appeared slightly green. Oh, that's not remotely that's close. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's definitely. Well, the thing is, green. the thing is, you don't know what green looks like. Green is probably a dim no, color no. too. No, no. To me, the cat, and it. I don't know if it's a thing where it's a bond between me and the cat or whatever, but like, <laughs> no, I, I totally. And it's the only cat I perceive as green. Oh. <laughs> so you're just painting it with well there are those people that can see like a, a color I mean a letter would have a color yeah or sin a taste synesthesia or something I've also yeah, seen it with like en energy work which I those didn't people very often I didn't think that was a thing right for a long time I, I was very skeptical of it I was like yeah 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 whatever and then my friend uh, Kat was working on me one time when I was emotionally all messed up kitty our little heart um, see what your cat looks like here. My my friend cat, um, who's actually a no, healer. Not she's no, oh, don't fuck jump yes, off. Here, kitty. Hi. You look different. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm gonna make you dance. Live on camera. Everybody loves kitties. Slowly. Hate the slow dance. Hate it. You're okay. <laughs> Come on. All right. Go for Come your walkie. Go what do you think? What do you think is your cat green still? Uh, slightly more orangish than. It's actually orange. Yeah. Orange and black is the color of the. Act. Yeah. That is um, so cool. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Uh, your oh, anyway, my my friend Cat yeah. uh, was working on my back, like sitting me down, like putting me on a table, mm -hmm. and doing legitimate massage work on me, and she's focusing, and I'm. I figured it was like cars going by or something that was reflecting, you know, ye yellow across the, um, 
across the room. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because it had that sort of camera obscura feel or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like stripe after stripe of yellow. And then I noticed that it was happening in the shadows, too. And... <laughs> what? Then she closed the window and it was still happening. And I was like, oh... I've heard of this. I didn't think this was a thing. Well, now I have to switch my paradigm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Which is, again, is similar. Again, I figure this has got to be similar to the people that get that implant to hear for the first time. Right, right, right. That the they've co never cochleal A cochlear thing. implant, yeah. yes. I've, I've got a thing where, like, I can sense key flow. Um, key flow? I don't, I don't even know what um, that means. Okay, so as a martial artist and as a healer, it comes in in both. If you do, like, more massage work than you think you have to, eventually your hand just kind of goes to exactly where you've got to go, right? Okay. And you feel it, and eventually, you know, you you think that it's you just feeling up where the muscles is or where you know where it's going to be, but eventually, like, you run into someone that you haven't met before and your hand immediately goes to where they're messed up. And then after a while, you start doing that more and more and it gets to the point where... For me, I had to sit there and examine, well, what am I feeling? Because I'm reaching to the spot that they're messed up before I look. Or before they tell you what, what right. it is. Right. And then uh, huh. um, Master Kim had us do this thing with a watch where if you <laughs> listen to a... I just read that last comment. What? You see it? In your perspective is an amazing gift. <laughs> awesome job, freak. So, How do you know I'm not the deviant and he's the freak? But he does he does this thing where like he takes a watch and uh -huh. you take the ticking of it and you bring it to the very edge of your perception. Okay. And you sit there and you concentrate and you think about it and you, you examine it for a very long time. And then you move it an inch away and sit there and work on it until you can perceive it still. And then it's cat fur. Oh, I was and like, you are not growing knuckle hair that long. <laughs> I'm growing another cat there. <laughs> just butting it off my <laughs> I just saw the thing. Well, the thing, like, I'm only, what, 33, and uh, I had a white hair coming out of yeah. my hair. Yeah, uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the club, that buddy. Is a thing that just happens? Oh, no, no, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not just well, a thing. In India... In India, uh -huh. it's considered a uh, sign oh, of wisdom. Like an, on, of course Like, they is. cultivate it. Ugh. <laughs> like they put wax like your mustache? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Look it up, dude. Make it oh, he, he hates <laughs> it because I like, we're driving and I like She wants to pull it out. And I'm like... <laughs> don't, don't pull it out. Groom it. No, no I want to no. rip it out. Like, oh, you look, so, you look so wise. No, I want to <laughs> I don't like, understand ah. that. No. It's I don't want to be wise. It's an ingrown mustache. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, anyway, so... That definitely, that definitely so, wait, wait, wait. Get back to where I was... Because it actually goes somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, you'd do this thing where you'd take the watch and you'd bring it slightly further away from you until you could perceive it from further and further distance mm -hmm. eventually it could be like under the bed and you can still hear the watch or across the room or in the next You're room just kind of tuned into that eventually sound like across the street or whatever now i have see that's like a magic trick but then it, but it's not we it's, it's what we're and this will make a, a good segue but i also have a friend that's a sonar tech actually cat's ex-husband uh, -huh. uh he's a sonar tech and he'd have a ringtone on his phone, you know. So he spent years underneath our waves or and other people's waves, um, listening for like Russian subs and stuff. So he, for his ringtone on his phone, mm -hmm. he has the sound of a Russian sub. 
and that thing will go off. And I've seen him across the street, across someone who experienced it. Yeah, he he's like across a busy street in Salem, Massachusetts, up a ladder. Uh Traffic's going in between the two of us. It's not loud. We're inside. I hear it go off inside, and I look across the street, and Jim's doing his thing. He's like, motherfucker. He just noticed it from across the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, but but Jim would also do like stuff where like he'd he got to the point where he'd pass something like if I'm putting my face past this microphone, he'd hear the blank spot where that microphone like the sound coming from different stuff is being absorbed or reflected differently here, and so it becomes this passive sonar thing. It's a great so experience for the podcasters. His um, listening. <laughs> yeah, so his ability to perceive started to become just this side of superhuman um and we use that in our defense department we actually have men like that and they're That's pretty much all like that they, they call them bubbleheads in, in the navy <laughs> Bubblehead. well they do because well, they've got these they've got these big you can things. train a single human to do or right just by practicing now, over and over now shit. back to what i was saying was that um so for massage work you, you deal with this thing where you're you've got this sense that most people never get a hold of mm-hmm where they're working on people's muscles. Um, Now, to be fair, my ability to do it goes up and down, depends on the day. Um, And I think that's probably the same with everyone's senses as far as a lot of stuff like that goes, stuff where you really have to train for it. But um, so I started working on it so that I could, I'd reach my hand towards where they were injured Mm -hmm. and you could feel it almost like a little bit of heat coming off their body. And then you'd go in you'd and, yeah, and you'd uh, it play with it. Of that, uh, uh, and I think it was in House. And I think we saw another TV show somewhere that uh, a cat would predict the death of right. someone. Right. And it was actually sensing heat. Someone oh. who had a fever before dying, the, the cat right, would right. sit next to them. And, of course, <laughs> they would die the next day. You find out it's just a like murderous cat. Yeah, the you cat. find out it's just a murderous cat. <laughs> <laughs> so people like superstitious that if the cat lays Killer next pussy. to you, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I almost dropped shit behind me. But, um, so what that ends up being is like using Master Kim's same thing. I I started working on it so I could perceive it from further and further away. Mm -hmm. And eventually it becomes something where you see it almost like, see, quote unquote, you feel it almost like an overlay on your own vision. So you see where people are injured, you see where they're fucked up and all that. It just glows at you like a video game? Kinda. Except you can, video games that I yeah, you play you, video games. But but you can also do it in the dark. Like I can be somewhere in the dark. I've done this Mm. and... I've got an advantage over most people. It reminds me of, uh, there's a show called Psych. Very much another spin-off of, like, the Sherlock Holmes uh, ability, right, right? Right, right, And apparently, like, his his dad just, like, tortured him, treated him like shit until he memorized everything in the room. It was like, close your eyes. And like, how many hats are in the room? And they're in a bar. They did that to Master Kim. And it's like, this, this, this. this. Yeah, like, it was like a dad being abusive. No, no like, uh, seriously, Master Kim's teacher, Joe Bong Lee. Uh-huh, is what happened. Um, like, they just... It's amazing what you can learn from abuse. Actually, what he, what Master <laughs> Kim did was, they're they're hiking around the hills in California, and they get to the bottom of it. And mm-hmm. at one point, Joe Bung Lee like brings out some matches, and he's looking at the matches, and tells Master and make sure that Master Kim sees it. And then they keep on walking, and they get to the bottom of the hill. You know, like after walking for miles, and he turns to Master Kim and is like, "All right, find the matches." Motherfucker, <laughs> and but that, you, know, you, he spends, you would agree he that spends, if, if wait, wait, your dad did that. This, this actually goes. <laughs> okay, so, go so he spends like hours traipsing across the mountains looking for this match, like 
you know, and then it becomes a couple of days and he's just Christ. dying. And then he finally gives up and Joe Bung Lee pulls it out of his pocket and slaps him across the head. He's like, pay attention. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is a dick move. <laughs> it's totally a dick move, but it also Why adolescent. Why is it some of the best people that I've ever met come from abuse? Um, it's always like, you know, daddy did this, daddy Because did you end up having to take a dynamic um, assessment of not only your beliefs, but your perceptions. Because you, you can't take, because you realize at some point you can't take anyone else's word for how things are. What are you pointing at? There's a mosquito on your hand. Oh, motherfucker. So, I was faster than you. Yep. Yeah. So you, you, can't, uh, you can't necessarily take anyone else's word for how things are. So eventually yeah. you develop. That goes into my phrase, analyze your reality, which right. is print on everything I can. Right. Um, interesting. I, I call it taking a dynamic uh, assessment of your own perceptions. But yeah, interestingly, on that same topic of uh, the whole abuse kind of breeds like a weird talent for something strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, press play on that video over there. I want your reaction yeah. on this. This is a. Uh, I think I've seen who, who this. Who is this guy? Carson? Uh, I don't actually know. That's that. Letterman. Letterman. You don't know who David Letterman I'm is. I'm so sorry. God damn, I'm feeling old. I wasn't alive then. <laughs> I just. Ah, uh, those of you that are my age. <laughs> he's watching a, a Letterman clip from a performer called Stevie Star. Um, that always made me again this is one of the things that made me uh, what do you call it question whether or not this is a magic trick or he's just a freak that knows how to do something very strange well there's also and he claims a it was. yeah no this is exactly who I thought it was he claims to be um, because he was in an orphanage he had to s- swallow his chain so that the kids wouldn't take it from him because he had bullies that would take his money away huh. so he would swallow it At least you put it in this direction. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> as opposed to the prison, <laughs> the prison trick. <laughs> I've got eighty dollars in pennies. <laughs> see, most of the tricks I believe could be done by holding the items somewhere in your mouth. Now, as everybody, every magician knows, you put something in your mouth. You know, you can't talk straight, but he continues to talk. Something I noticed right away, even that young, he's missing a lot of teeth. It looks like he only has, like, the front four, and everything else is gone. If he has a... I watched this live. A damn it. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. If he, for some accident in childhood, he missed some part of the jaw. Yeah. The jawline. He could people theoretically over about hide four, something in it. People about 40 years plus mostly watch this live. <laughs> well, again... I thought he was an obscure performer that I never saw. Oh, he was. And he was in America's Got Talent, like, uh, 2015, I think. Right. And I found some more modern clips of him way older doing the exact same act, which means he never stopped. And the reason I just remember this, like, I always had it in my mind, like, there's this weird performer that I don't know how he does that thing. And then fucking Debbie Blaine brought it up on his, uh, on a podcast with Joe Rogan. And I'm like, holy shit, he knows the dude and has heard, like... Has seen him perform. He knows what the actor. You saw are. you saw the thing I put out about like uh, watching one of that guy's podcasts and my contribution, right? Of who? No, Rogan. I, oh no no no! I haven't. Uh, I got to help on some. Uh, 
They're looking for Hitler. Wait, wait, he doesn't even believe him. I'll tell you later. It has to do with the hunt for Hitler. Oh, shit. Wait, it's, it's very interesting how... Very, very rarely do you see someone in a, in a host position tell him directly and make fun of him. Telling him, I don't believe what you're doing is that. Yeah. He doesn't believe he swallowed any of that. Well, okay, something that I always say, and you've watched me do this with one of my tricks, uh -huh. if you do something well enough, if you do something well enough, like truly well enough, everyone assumes you're faking it. Okay. Um, walk around me with water on my head. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You, you, okay. You've seen the, you've seen, uh, part of that's an experiment with people's psychology as you're passing them. So, again, I, I want to know your opinion specifically on this. Is he swallowing that stuff or is he hiding it? I honestly don't know. You have no idea? Okay. And would you consider that a magic act if he's faking it and then I, pretending to do it with his stomach? Because it gets a little Rubik's Cube swallows it for the people that can't see what we're seeing but he's got in a, a little pocket there's no cute. way he's got more than one of those, in his, those right? in his mouth that's what I would think that he has a duplicate he pulls it back out and one of the sides is twisted which he's claiming he did with his stomach but that's absurd right now he, he, could, could he swallow my two guess, fucking Rubik's Cubes and hold my one my guess in, would be that he did it with his out? tongue no but where did he hide the other one they're pretty much the size well, no, no, of a I mean, regular like, mouth like as you're bringing it in but you look, brush look. it against your tongue and change it that's butane. This motherfucker just... He's hitting butane, which, if I'm not mistaken, is poisonous. Yeah, so some of this shit, the, the freaking geek magic, will huh? kill you. Uh, and that, which that's is another guy that uh, David Blaine named, the guy that swallows cigarettes. Yeah. I forgot his name, Matt something. Well, I mean, it's part of my act, too. I mean, I tell him flat out, most fire readers quit after about five years. Yeah, that guy dead. died of cancer from yeah. eating cigarettes. And the thing so is, look, is that I'm not Look bluffing. at what he's doing. He's claiming to exhale a cigarette smoke, butane, into a bubble, and it's flammable. Is that, See, that can't be good deal. Good that can't be can possible. Be no, it How can be you, possible. You can't inhale butane and keep it in? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But, I mean, if you can work past the chemical pneumonia and get it so that you swallow the air, or butane in this case, instead of breathe it in, because breathing it in would cause chemical pneumonia. So he's swallowing it so it doesn't go in his lungs. It goes in his stomach. Right. And then it's okay, a variation on the same trick. strange. Because one of the things... It doesn't make it less impressive, by the way. Yeah, no. In I, fact, I, it makes it more in impressive. In any way how he does it, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm dying to know, and I would be e e like equally impressed. It might be... Unless he's sneaking in okay, a lighter Much like mouth. a lot of the things that I do, the real trick is that it's not a trick, but that is the trick. It's, yeah, not knowing whether it's a trick or not is a part of... Uh, right. I think it's part of the performance. And, and it might be, and it might not be. And if it's not... If it, if it is... A, okay, so look at it this way. If it is a trick... It's gnarly enough that professional magicians are sitting around going, what the fuck? I know, exactly. What yeah. And <laughs> if it's not a trick, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah so much, either way this goes, I don't know you have, instead of, instead of trying to figure out how he's doing it, which is natural, Yeah. I think it's in some ways better to oh, just... Oh, we found berries. Beauty berries? They're bright purple. Neat. Are they pretty? 
they are. Um, in some ways, I think the trick is to not appreciate it for, uh, to try to figure out what it does, but just to appreciate how kick-ass it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking Speaking again, you can appreciate an act on the face of it. Yeah, you but didn't then know how bright those berries were, did you? No. Those are very pretty purple. I wish people could... Well, I, got, I can I have a zooming camera. Hold on. Let me show you here. Uh, boom. There you go. That's that's what he... That's, that's growing in your land, right? Yeah. Is it ripe? Yeah, those are, that's how they look when they're ripe, Thomas. So, <laughs> I'm not going to eat them. Yeah, you, can, you can make wine out of the beauty berries. Right, it's, put them in a, like, a Welcome to berry them? roulette. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're poison, poison, poison. Tasty. That's <laughs> how these go. <laughs> no, the, I love how that's the best example of use of this camera. We got a fucking zooming camera right there. So there's like it's a... It's like, off the table. <laughs> that's so those are not edible? Well, I'm assuming, I'm assuming. No, they're edible. Oh, okay. In theory? Yeah. In, in theory? theory? What, what if they're not purple? Then they're not edible. What if you can't see purple? Then you shouldn't try it. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is new to me. Man. I'm not going <laughs> to... Oh, that's amazing. So you could have easily died if you were to be eating from nature. Yeah, but you, you see, can't I, tell. You can I just decided not to eat them. The what? I just decided not to eat them. Well, you're also in a generation where we can't technically survive without see, a deer, feeding off the... Off a the deer is always edible. <laughs> Fair. And Actually, every mushroom is edible once. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that joke coming. I uh, so. <laughs> oh, we have an expert opinion over here on uh-huh. when you can eat a deer. When Don't eat a female when she's in estrus. All right. Estrus. Try to resist the urge. When they're about to go oh. into heat. So I'll, I'll, I guess I'll uh, give her a good sniff in the I, field. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll smell it. <laughs> so if you, uh, so I, I had heard before. You may, you may correct me here. That if you hit a deer with your car, you're cracking the bones, and that's no longer edible meat. Is that correct? Uh, I know like the that in the meat now. At a bone. show that will remain nameless, but all of us were pretty poor. Oh God! We'd hear a screech of tires and a thump. And, and you and went and got the food? I didn't, but I watched other people, and later there was venison. I didn't ask questions. There was what? Venison. <laughs> it was venison. I didn't ask questions. Oh, was, um, oh, I didn't yeah. know that was the name of it. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, so he didn't you ask questions, but something. all of a sudden they were having venison for dinner. I was also a guy that I helped. Uh, Everything is edible. Even edible, that's my... Oh, that's a quote from Wally Wonka. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, even I'm edible, but that, dear f- my friends, is called cannibalism and is, f- in fact, frowned upon in most societies. It's true. Yeah, that's a Willy Wonka quote. Although me and an ex-girlfriend were both going at the same piece of bread once and I ate part of her lip. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, just a very small part. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not going to jump over to <laughs> what you just said. Say that one more time in detail. <laughs> we're both, like, frantically what going after say? the same piece of bread and I inadvertently bit off a tiny bit of her lip. And ate it. How do you I accidentally knew. do that? Bread doesn't feel. Bread. Like we're really in character at the time. Bread doesn't feel like lips. Both of us were in character at the time. If it was like a gummy or something that kind of feels like skin, I can see if that. But bread doesn't. What part of frantic were you not getting? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so that's the <laughs> freaking dude. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry. Hello, people. We haven't been <laughs> hey, live Alan, in a while. Hey, Alan Hutton. Hey, Catherine. Yeah. Hey, everybody <laughs> on the comment section. Catherine Carpenter, uh, impressed and horrified. horrified. <laughs> <laughs> At what? At what part? I, I don't know what point that was said. Uh, we were not keeping an eye on the comments at, uh, at all. Yeah, it's our bad, guys. Thank our you guys bad. for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, and uh, we're not done Ooh. yet. I'm just kind of hey, appreciating. Nice, nice breeze. Yeah. If it starts raining on my equipment right now, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> The well, podcast is over. Packing up. No, we got, uh, let's see, we got 20 more minutes. Oh. Yeah. Don't, I, I'm, I'm not allowed to dance. I'm looking at the weather right now. Okay, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's getting a little cloudy up there. <laughs> are you, are, you haven't hit this much, have you? A bit. I'm much tipsier than you are. <laughs> There's two more bottles waiting for us, son. <laughs> so we got shit to get done. Thanks, Thorin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Spider. But, uh, oh, that's crazy. The Rubik's Cubes part. Yeah, no, no. So it's, the, they it's, know what we're talking about. It's crazy awesome. That he turned the Rubik's Cube with his stomach. But there's a trick he does, uh, Stevie Star, where he uh, he swallows a lock and then a key for the lock and then a ring that he borrowed from the audience. Right, I've heard of this. And then he opens the lock, puts the ring through the lock, and Wait, do we have to it. run for our lives? No. There's a rain over there. <laughs> there's a rain. <laughs> I love that. There's exactly. a room. Just one drop, frantically falling. Yeah. Let's get through the next 20 minutes and we should be fine for the podcast. We can call it and go have fun. I'm sorry, this is kind of a job. No, it's all right. It's all right. But, uh, I had a... Uh, okay, so what's your favorite freak slash geek magic? Stuff where it looks like magic and isn't. Stuff that looks like magic that isn't magic? I actually don't perform anything like that. No, no, but what's your favorite? That I, like, as an as a As, an as a consumer of... Something that everyone thinks is a magic trick, but it's really just doing it. He doesn't like it, he bitches I mean, I actually don't like that stuff. You, sword swallowers, uh, fire, fire eaters, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like stand-up comedy. There's nothing fake about fire eating. I mean, unless... No, I didn't, there's nothing fake about it. I didn't say it was fake, by the way. Right, I right, love, right. I love wrestling. Right. And one of the most common things I get is, you know wrestling's fake. It's like, no, they're really jumping off the fucking ladder and hurting themselves. So ideally what you'd it's have... Not, it's not a real fight, so I, but what, it's fucking so real. So what you ideally have is a couple of well-oiled men lighting themselves on fire and then wrestling? That, I mean, I'll watch that. There you go. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it <laughs> magic. <laughs> Yes, I never do. That offends exactly, me. Exactly, and that's why he likes your show. Because you're honest about it. You're like, I'm really doing this, really. Except, right. except the one time that you do the thing right. and milk it. Right, right. right. That trick pissed me off. But that's because, <laughs> and that was the idea. Because somebody, yeah, <laughs> somebody might think you're doing something amazing and you're then not. That's, then that's but then the you thing, expose it on purpose. Right. So that's fair. Right. I, right. I give you that. But I hate it when somebody right, right. goes up there. <laughs> this is something, um, this is actually a perspective from, uh, I believe Teller said this, from Penn and Teller. Um, so weird. He said, yeah, I know, you're still exper- experiencing colors. That was the best way to put that. Weather Channel, Red Rocket. All right. Oh, All right. we're going to get it's, fucked, huh? It's rising. It's <laughs> rising? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> rubbing it wrong. Um, or I suppose rubbing it right. <laughs> but um, Teller once said that if a, a psychic is really a psychic and can read minds and blah, 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 why would you not want to... He said, to me, that's a magician who's not taking credit because mm. he's doing the work. He's doing the hard work that is cold reading or 
right. reading a palm piece of paper, whatever the fuck it is that he's so doing what happens to pretend to be. Okay, but he para- doesn't get to claim credit. He gets to say, I just know naturally how to do that. Paradigm shift, though. Uh-huh. I mean, not that it's it's a thing, but just a suspension of disbelief. So what happens if it's someone actually doing something that you would perceive as a magic trick? And no, you no, no. later find out that they're actually doing it. I, I, don't, I wouldn't perceive it as a magic trick or not. I would perceive it, whatever they're presenting it at, I will accept you on your word. Right. But the moment you say it's magic and I know that it's not fucking magic, right. that pisses me off. Right, right. One of the biggest ones right now, by the way, David Blaine has two tricks. Tricks. All right? And he's a magician who presents himself as a magician who goes up well, there and grabs in between. Really. He grabs an ice pick and puts it through his hand. That's not a fucking trick. He's just doing exactly what he's saying doing. <laughs> right? But he's like, oh, it's a neat trick, right? You see how it's not bleeding? He's like, yeah, it's a very small needle. It's not going to bleed like a fucking scratch. But it's still, like, he's not doing a trick. He's literally saying something. He does it here, and he does it, like, on the on the bicep. I wonder uh, if he was a middle child. He did child. it on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he made <laughs> Joe Rogan push the thing. And I wonder if he was a middle child. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Look at me! He, he once did it. <laughs> He once did that exact same trick in front of Ricky Gervais, who's a known skeptic. Right. Right? And as he's doing that, uh, you can hear Debbie Blaine's voice on the special going, I knew I couldn't fool him with magic tricks, so I had to make him physically uncomfortable. So this is, like, he's literally <laughs> telling you he failed at impressing him, so he's going to, uh, like, more, uh, like, disgust him with a real act of right. disgusting things to do. So he stabs himself with a, I think it was like an ice pick or something, right? He just stabs himself. And he's like, you see how it looks real? And he's like, what are you talking about? That's, he's a liar. What do you mean it looks real? He's doing exactly what he says he's doing. And that's not a trick. You know why? It's real. He also, <laughs> he also on the Joe Rogan podcast, he exposed his own trick. Because right. there's a trick. It's a trick. It's a, that's a real magic trick if you don't know the background of it. Right. Because he goes, he went on a, one of the night oh, shows. I know how to do like the needle through the arm thing too, but it's there it's is a, a fake version right. of that. I know there Which is. I've done. Yes, I know exactly how that trick is done, and that's not what he did. But I let them off the hook while and it's it happening, and it's still off. disturbing. Yeah, it's a weird fucking <laughs> trick. There is one, a classic one, where you grab like a knife and it looks like it's halfway through your arm, but then, right. but then you can like, I think Amazing Jonathan did it, and he like cleans the blood. No, it's fine. It's fine. There's no cut, right? And it, like the knife is a special prop, whatever. But anyway, the the thing is, you ever see Harold and Maude? Wait, Harold and Maude? No, wait, maybe. All right, you gotta. It's I'm not, making you see that. It's not ringing a bell. We'll watch it for sure. But uh, but there is a point where like he chops off his hand in front of oh, a dinner Christ. guest. Uh, like a fake hand on the. Uh, I don't know. He. But uh, his mom tries to set him up with dates, and he's not having it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Becky. How you doing? Um, but yeah, so... Uh, I'm showing you Harold and Mud. God damn I, 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 I'm with you. I will watch it. Um, I mean, if nothing yeah, else, no, give the, me a jump drive. I'm giving, thing you, <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Yeah. Uh, but so the thing I was talking about, like, is uh, at some point, I believe the, the, the David Blaine thing is when he pretty much admitted in a special published, li- you know, right. people know this. This is now... That he failed at impressing a skeptic with magic tricks, so he did something horrific to impress, to make him react. Just to get a, a reaction out of him. And I don't believe that's magic, right? Right, well, it's something it's, else. Yeah, it's a performance art for sure. Oh, the trick I was just talking about. He went in one of the newer, uh, one of the newer uh, late, night, late night shows, and he, um, he like, oh, I'm going to appear a frog. And he said this. 
and of course it throws a fucking frog out right now he just went on the Joe Rogan podcast to show how he does it he swallowed a gallon of water after three days of not eating so his stomach is clean and empty he swallowed a gallon of water in front of the cameras then swallowed a frog waited five minutes and he said I could probably hold it for like three hours before the frog is damaged and then he throws up the frog and I'm like so that's that's the trick there's no trick Oh, he learned how to swallow a bunch of water and spit it back out with a frog in it, right? He just you just didn't see that first part that he probably did. Did he backstage. claim it was a magic trick or did he on live TV? Yes, it's oh, magic. Did he He's just a magician. Say what he was doing. Uh, All right, see, there, there's the fine point. Mm, Is did he say I'm gonna throw up a? Uh, I'm going to appear a frog. Yes, and he did, but he didn't appear it. No, no. There's a definition to appearing, and you know that is not it. I think it's a the, great the, area. The, no, the, the frog always existed. That's the <laughs> difference. <laughs> yeah, the but frog, see, see what I the mean, frog like, didn't exist in their perception. <laughs> <laughs> Are we arguing about the definition of exist now? <laughs> see, Alan Hutton says Harold and Maude is an awesome film. Awesome film. And it's a fucked up film. I'll tell you wait, that wait, right wait, now. wait, 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 wait. I've heard this. Is this the mo- movie about a, a older lady with a younger man? Yes. yes. We've <laughs> talked about this in this podcast. Oh, really? Because Baymax wants me to watch that movie. You should. We were talking, I've got it sitting around. We were talking about age gaps in relationships. Again, yeah, no, no. This is the it's, podcast it's about like fucking amazing. Weird shit. And uh, we were talking if about anything, age gaps. Like so that, I know the mod that is something kid he brought up. benefits greatly from said age gap. From the age gap. Interesting. Yeah. So I believe uh, one movie. I think it was An Big Fish. So does she. Tim Burton's Big Fish. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen that one? Uh, there's a thing where like a little girl that's like eight years old and the guy's 18 and it's like she's in love with him and it's like it wouldn't be appropriate it's like but in 10 years I'll be 18 and you'll be 28 well, and then 20 years I'll be 28 and you'll be 38 that doesn't you know, seem at a certain age you, ha- you have to date. I was like what at a certain age if you live long enough you have to date younger people regurgitation is a stunt trick not a magic trick there you go stunt trick versus magic right. trick um if you live long enough, you're forced. Know, is that rain? I fucking hope not. But it is yeah. getting windy and cloudy, and I'm terrified. We have another 18 minutes left in this show. If if, if it starts raining, we have to cut everything out. And yeah, if you, manage to survive, frog. if you manage to survive long enough, you're absolutely forced to date younger people. Yeah. <laughs> people, you're, well, the thing, I mean, I, think about like I've you're in Methuselah issue. or something. It's like... Oh, she's two hundred. My current a, girlfriend, a younger is woman, the only person <laughs> roughly my age that, right. that has been interested in me. Most people that are interested in me are younger than me because I, I don't know why. Uh, you I'm know, a performer, weirdo looking. I guess open minded people tend to be younger. Could be worse. It could be worse. Could be like sperm. <laughs> oh God, it's interesting. Great thing to bring up, I suppose. <laughs> Jesus Christ, stating really young. <laughs> <laughs> that young? <laughs> but yeah, uh, and the other thing I wanted to react to and see what your thoughts are on this, it's uh, David Blaine is back, which is why I was just talking about him. He was actually in the Joe Rogan podcast because he was advertising his new... Uh, no, I saw a part of this. Actually. Oh, you've seen part of it? Yeah. A part of the... Oh, he talked about it on the podcast, actually. He was talking specifically about this special thing. I didn't see do. this part of it. I, heard, I saw him talk about it yeah so he's talking about and talk about how many goddamn jumps he had to do 500 to, i think it was yeah a jump of a plane five. well i mean uh, listen and tell me what you 
part of being a guy like this is how far are you willing to go? But, and I don't, uh, it's kind of hard to tell why he's doing it, right? Because why would you put your body through it? Oh, the, that's the gnarly one, the ice where he starts to hallucinate. Yeah, he actually started hallucinating, yeah. Yeah, and that's an and he's endurance He's talking about how stunt. his daughter saw his last stunt, and he's like, I, he's like, I can't do this anymore. For those, I don't know if you guys can hear the audio on the, on the iPad here. Narrate. He said that his daughter uh, saw the last stunt, he's like, I need to do something to inspire her rather than scare her. Um, so the idea that he's doing is grabbing a, a bunch of super big helium balloons and float through a rope. Uh, and something that he mentioned on the podcast is that because he wanted a picture-perfect moment, he's not going to wear a parachute. There's a parachute hidden in the balloons that he's going to... Man, things look weird now without this without, on. Yeah, of course. Now you feel actually colorblind. <laughs> It doesn't take so your yeah. brain long to rewire. Yeah. And if you're going to wear those all the time, yeah, you're going to be... But considering you spend a lot of time in the daylight in, in your land, it's going to be kind of a cool experience. It's going to require a lot of work. I have to get 500 jumps out of an airplane, so I have a pro skydiver... Now, I'm assuming just like any other special, he'll be... Uh, that's the stunt, and you're going to go back and forth like Tarantino, and then it's like magic tricks he's been doing lately to celebrities and shit, right? I'm assuming I, I that's usually well, I remember the when structure of his I remember when the guy went up in the lawn chairs. Oh, hi Sander. How you I, doing, I remember man? when the guy went up in the lawn chairs during the 80s with mm-hmm. the BB gun and mm-hmm. a couple sandwiches. That was a Darwin award. Yeah, I I remember it happening. Yeah, we can probably cut that. Like you saw the imagery that was kind yeah. of Yeah. And we we laughed while it was happening because it was were it wasn't funny. Af- I mean, it was funny. Was he live on something? I was in the area. No shit. Yeah. Where was this? L.A. No shit. I did yeah. not know that. No. No, was that was that was. Uh, so for a little while, I was obsessed with the Darwin Awards. No, it was you like the, the the local news popped up and. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know you know what the Darwin Awards? Yeah. Are? No. I'm, I'm okay, familiar. so he was a winner of one, and apparently there was another added. That was a double Darwin Award. He went on, up again, he, didn't he? No, he's a priest. Mm. He was a priest, which means he couldn't have uh, had kids anyway. He was already eliminated from the fucking gene pool. I'm just getting him closer to God. So the, the idea <laughs> of Darwin Awards is that you make the you make the species better by killing yourself and not having kids. Right. Right. So particularly, there's an honorable mention usually for people that somehow lose the ability to reproduce. That's also a Darwin Award section because you Alan can no Hutton longer. Says Schrodinger's frog. Yeah, I mentioned that. Earlier. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Is it a magic trick or is it not a magic trick? By the way, Alan Hutton, also a magician. Oh no shit! Well, hi, Alan. Nice <laughs> to see you. So, like, um, ask him, man. I mean, his opinion too. Yeah. Because he's got well, the, He's also a stuntman and also a magician. So, like, he's kind of the guy to ask. Yeah. <laughs> there was something I did recently. Uh, no, I don't care about exposing it. It's something weird that I came up with, uh, for the purposes of scaring people. Right. So I, I work at a haunted house, and I was wearing uh, a full silicone. The thing is, most actors wear, like, makeup or, like, a, just a face mat. But I'm so recognizable. 
that especially with makeup right that anything you put on me i'll still look kind of like me so people that especially in austin texas know what i look like will pass through the haunted house and go like that's fucking spider you gotta get you a linear that's frame. not scary <laughs> so they give me a full silicone mask so that I'm, I'm i can't be recognized right i look like a weird shape fat limited table magic only but it's still a magician i mean table magic is a kind of it's, and it's also it's kind a of a pain in the hard. ass yeah, yeah. That's close-up magic, which is usually the hardest. Yeah, you got to hang out with me and the Alan. The easiest you, you is the really fucking stage time. magic, where you just buy the prop and the, tr- the prop does most of the magic. Yeah. I was just watching a video last night about Debbie Blaine was sued. Not Debbie Blaine, Debbie Copperfield was sued from a member of the audience that he disappeared. He does a disappearing audience strike, which is like eight, ten people in a box. And then basically some backhand people, like backstage people, will guide him through a tunnel and... Uh, and somebody back there slipped and hurt himself and supposedly got brain damage from sued David Copperfield. And because of this, they had to expose how the trick works on, in court. So that's just public knowledge now, how, how that trick works. Suck. Which, like, and it's like, it's been, there was on the news clip, this is like, it's not known yet if, if that trick is going to remain in his head. We're like, fucking no! He just yeah. ex- he had to expose it in public court. He's never gonna do that trick again. Well, Nobody should. Well, I mean, the way they should do it, if he ever does it again, change the way he does it, so that it's absolutely impossible to do it. So people are left going, like, trying to justify it. They'll think how the trick is done, and then right, and then they're looking at it, going, "Wait a minute." That reminds me of uh, <laughs> you ever saw uh, Penn and Teller go to I think uh, some some Middle Eastern country. I don't know what country it was, but was it India maybe? Uh, there's a there's a special that Penn and Teller went and visited overseas. Did they go to like the fakirs and stuff? They, yeah, they went to the like to the performers, the, the street performers, fakirs, that did magic. Yeah. And there is a guy that did the cops and bowls, but it's all personal routine. Yeah, and that dude doesn't look like he's doing much. So the trick, and and, and, and then the you case. see a clip of Teller reacting to this. It's like that guy completely fooled me, but he didn't know it because I didn't give him the correct response. So here's what happened. The trick goes that he puts three cups in front of the table. Everybody knows that routine. He grabs three balls and, and shows one, one cup, one cup. I mean, one ball, one ball under each cup. Shows one by one and shows and Teller goes, okay, there's three balls in each. Right? Now, he said, I saw him do the moves that he was stealing. When he fir- lifted the first cup, he lifted the ball. And then when he lifted the second ball, the second cup, he 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 put that that ball on the middle one. And then when he lifted the third one, he drifted it. And then he just randomly picked up the middle ball from his side, seemingly sneaking the third ball. So the three balls should be in the middle cup now, right? right. Teller saw the moves he used to do that. And then the guy asked how many balls are in each cup. And Teller's like, I'll be nice to this guy. I'll play the fool here. I'm just gonna tell him, oh, there's one cup, one ball in each cup, right? Right. And he goes one, one, and one. And the guy lifts the cups, and there was one ball in each cup. And he said, to anybody that's watching, nothing happened because he said he showed one ball in, one ball under each cup. But to someone. And Teller saw him do the fucking move, stealing the ball from one cup, stealing the ball from the other cup, and putting it in the middle ball. So he was certain okay, intellectually what's going on. that the ball was in the middle. That dude was pretending to do mm-hmm. the slides. I know what's going on. And Teller was completely like... Oh no! I saw him do the move, and he didn't fucking how do it. How much actual street performing have you done? A lot. Okay, so what? here's the thing: Are Which you able to? Whore? I'm not sure. I'm allowed to say the, but it's the biggest haunted house in Texas, or I think no, 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 on the streets. No, no, no. He's asking me what haunted house I work on. Okay. I'm not sure I'm allowed to publicly say that, uh, but it's. The, oh no! It's, you advertise them. How terrible! Well, it's not that. Is that this this show is R-rated? Okay. And yeah, they're like a family entertainment thing. So, 
Uh, but it's uh, just look at the biggest haunted house in Austin, Texas. You probably find it. It's pretty common. So, um, I want your perspective on this. Okay. As a street performer, do you automatically know when someone walks up and they're another performer? When somebody what? When someone walks up and they're another performer. Yes. So do I. It's very instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They react to everything differently. And there's nothing you can, like, point at directly that, like, is the dead giveaway. Oh, no, no, no. It's a subtle. But sometimes it's you a subtle just detail. It's yeah, the same thing as a martial artist. Some, oh, you that, know, know, someone, like, walks up and they've got some training. You know, they've been training for 10 plus years. And if you've been doing the same thing, you can freaking spot it. Like, you know. And in fact, there's actually sections of certain stealth arts, like taijutsu, stuff like that, mm-hmm. where they specifically train not to tell it. So they train to be just clumsy enough. Oh, I see. Well, and that is a, that is actually a technique in magic where you purposely will drop a card. Oh, the magician that I was just talking about that too. swallows the cigarettes. <laughs> I was just looking at his hack. It's a really old thing. He was in one of yeah, the lightning no, shows. I've and seen him. He swallows like 20 I'm, cigarettes. I'm familiar with I've seen him live Have once you? when yeah, I was yeah. a little kid. David Blaine said that's the only magician that has done a card trick and he was crying watching it. And it's like, holy shit, I've never seen... Magic. You hang I around the Magic Castle long enough. You'll I know. See I wish. But I, I saw. Gods. But so I saw this dude. Uh, everybody just saw me scratch my balls on the live. <laughs> I forgot the camera was looking. Uh, <laughs> it's usually it usually cuts off at the chest, you know. Because usually he's right not. there in front of the camera. <laughs> I got the zooming camera here if I wanted to. No, no, no. Multiple but, angles. So that guy <laughs> is doing a car trick, right? And the the whole swallowing of cigarettes is a joke. It's right. not part of the trick, if you think about it. But what he's doing, he lights one cigarette. Right, like, no, no, smoke. He, and he lights four. He just like flings them into his mouth. Yeah, eats and he has this weird technique of grabbing them from his lips and like opening his tongue and pull the whole cigarette, like all four cigarettes into the butt of his mouth so he can now have his lips free to light another four or five. And then and then he it's pulls. Insane. He holds them like he holds the four cigarettes. I didn't his even hand know that that guy died. And spits the yeah he died of cancer. Go fig. <laughs> yeah, and it's, then you know he, he lights another four, grabs him with his hand, then spits the other four into his lips, and then he puts all of them. So now he has eight or ten or whatever. I, I didn't count them, but it was a big chunk of cigarettes. And uh, he does this like four or five times, so he has like twenty, thirty cigarettes in in his mouth, all lit. And at some point they started going out, so he grabs a lighter and lights them all up again, right? And then he just in one move, just oh, and all the cigarettes in his mouth, and then he grabs a napkin and like wraps it around the cigarettes, and he starts chewing, and then he's like he does something with his hands, you completely lose focus in his mouth, and it's all gone. The camera doesn't pan away or anything. He swallows something like twenty between twenty and thirty cigarettes with a couple of napkins, and then he grabs another cigarette. You I don't know smoke. how he died, like, motherfucker. <laughs> what are you doing? It's right. not a trick. Right. According to David Blaine, it's not a trick. He's swallowing 20 cigarettes a night. But the thing is, he's also, at the same time, doing a trick. Yeah, he was doing a car trick. And by the way, after he finishes doing that, he's telling her a... Uh, she so named a like number. So stacking tricks, basically. It's not even that. He had already palmed a signed card. I love how folded. passionate you are about this. Uh, like, you can really see the geek come out. Right. <laughs> Because I'm a performer, like I, I put so much work into learning how to do the little details on cards and handling, right, right, right. palming angles, the the way that people react to certain tricks, so you don't have to do that kind of trick. It, it, there's a lot of subtleties to being a performer of magic specifically, right? Yeah. This dude just throws a bomb in there that means nothing to the trick, <laughs> and then it's like 
and uh, that was if you count by the time. And I'm going to do this while the, eating this grenade. Yes, the trick, <laughs> kind of like how you told me that I, I should slow down so my trick lasts longer. Right. Well, he didn't do that. He just added a he ten stacked. minute chunk. That means nothing to the fucking trick. By the way, an idea for you? <laughs> you want me to do that? No, no, no. Okay. Um, what you do is sometimes there's a connecting thread in yeah. Have to acts tell a story with one trick to the other, right? Well, not not just that, but if you do something where different parts of the act create different parts of the same trick. And it's a bunch of different And it tricks. connects at the end. That's like comedy when you bring back an old story. Right, right. I suggest that. Interesting. Because I, it, gives the, it gives the audience uh, an opportunity to play along and be there with you for mm-hmm. it. And it gives the thing meaning. Gotcha. Well, that's one of the... Like, my, my thing is from Penn and & Teller and I think from it, like John Stewart. is. It, it's, one it's, of the things I learned is like you want to tell... Like you want to make a point and it's not just a performance. Right. It's you telling your story to them. So that they kind of feel the way you feel or understand the way you understand things. It's silly. It's the way I look at it. It's silly and it's verbal and it's during my show, but just the simple skill or danger thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is totally that. Thread. You ask the crowd, and that's a magician's choice. Right, and that's a thread. Okay, and that connects to everything else you do. Right. Okay, I and, can see that. And so it doesn't have to be like this spectacular thing. What it, what's important is the connection. Um. Um, Sorry, let me get it out of my because I'm already losing my train of thought. Um, the, the same guy, which I said, he swallows a bunch of cigarettes. Right. Right. And he had a deck of cards. He already had. Sh- I, I didn't even watch that part. She signed a card, put it in the deck. He did a shuffle, put it on the table, and then he started smoking. That's the. Right. He just interrupted the trick with this stupid shit about cigarettes. He finishes the cigarette. I only smoke when I'm on he, fire. <laughs> he, yeah, he finishes this, the, like swallowing 20 plus cigarettes. He grabs a new one and goes, like, you mind if I smoke? And he's like, oh, you said 38, right? <laughs> and he goes back into the trick. And he's like, okay, count 38 cards. That'll be an impressive trick. And she's count- counting 38 cards, grabs the card that it- she counts, and he's like, that's See, not he, my card. He's more blatant about it. <laughs> yeah, about making the trick last? Well, no, no, not just but last, but he's more blatant about the, th- the thread. Oh, I see. Because yeah. he's coming back to the subject, which is an interesting But you see what I'm, you see yeah, what's going on. gotcha. But no, like, oh, well, let me get to this. So he, he then drops a marker, which, come on. This was th- painfully obvious, by the way. He grabs a marker, as she's like, oh, that's not your card? Oh, uh, and he grabs a marker, and he's like doing something, and he just drops it under the table. And of course, he goes on, his head goes under the table, the microphone catches, <laughs> he just throws the folded card in his fucking mouth. <laughs> and he comes back up, and he says something, blah, blah, and he's like, oh, wait, huh? And he spits the folded card that she just signed. Which he probably palmed at the beginning of the fucking trick. And when he pretended to drop the, la- the, the marker that she signed I think what you with, said about... He goes under and throws it in his fucking mouth. And the microphone accidentally catches I, it. I, so you hear him go... Okay, so <laughs> you know remember I, mean? I was telling you about the Magic Castle? Mm-hmm. Something you said earlier about Penn and Teller being fooled by the fakir in uh, India. Yeah. That goes on a lot at the castle. Yes. You, you know why? Because yeah. you know everyone in your audience is other magicians. Mm-hmm. So you make the assumption that they're that looking for the trick. They know how the normal trick is yes. done, and what they'll do is they'll I, put another spin on it where it can't be done the, the normal way that way. you normally do it. So yes. there's like the, what you'll get there is like layered tricks, and that's one of the reasons I want to bring you. <laughs> I have a, I invented a trick intended for magicians, 
because I use moves it, by the way, that are not original moves. Almost useless for the average audience. Oh yeah, the average person. It's completely a geek. Yeah, <laughs> a geek move. Because there is a, there is a famous trick called the triumph routine. You've heard, you've seen me do this, right? I think I showed it to you specifically. It's called the reverse triumph. So triumph routine is is pretty common. To, like most of you who are not magicians, the trick is usually you pick a card, put it in the deck. He shuffles it or does something funky, and the card he spreads them out, and your card is backwards in the middle of the deck. Right, right. There's a thousand ways of doing it. There is one that is for for imbeciles that you can buy a special deck of cards called the Invisible Deck right. that does the trick for you. You, you don't have to do shit. Yeah. You don't even have to get them to take the card out. They can name a card and you can spread the deck and that's the only card backwards. Again, that's that's the easiest way of doing that same trick. It's called the Triumph Routine or I don't know why it's called that but it, but it's when the card is not backwards in the middle of the deck. I, now, a f- I did a trick called the... the, the, the um, uh, oh, fuck, I just said it. Triumph? The Backwards Triumph. Oh, which... I, I somebody chooses a card, right? They follow it. It looks like I palmed it, but I don't. So I expose it. I turn the deck over and leave it sticking out and show the card still there. And I haven't switched it, right? Card goes in. Nothing happens. I can either uh, do a ego change, which I don't know if magicians know, but basically a card into another kind of trick. Right. Or I put a, a hair tie that I just have in my wristband and tie it. And then uh, what happens at the end of that trick is that when I snap my fingers the card that is the card that is taken out of the deck that I never pushed all the way in is now faced up and you can see the face of it no. now to an audience member oh he just flipped the whole thing the thing is when I take the rubber band out all the other cards are backwards and their card is the only one that's backwards so what I flipped is the deck not the card hey later if I teach you a uh, this is like a role reversal thing if uh-huh. I teach you a card trick that's going to take some practice dexterity-wise. I'll practice it to death. All right. You know how I do. <laughs> Show me something new, I'll fucking obsess with like, it. Like, I don't have it down either, by the way. <laughs> but I've got I've got the concept. I know this will work. And we get, this we is a clip. I just saw a clip from the Joe Rogan's podcast. He has the weirdest fucking people. I wish I could do more like that. But he had a dude, I don't even know his name, but he said something that, I, that blew my mind and I never heard of this. That is said, I have, um, the mental disorder is the addiction of more. And there are people right. who live their lives like this. I've written a piece on this, actually. Really? I'd love to see it. Uh, it's called Enough. But, uh, it was a conversation I, between... I had a poem called Never Enough. Uh, it was a conversation between <laughs> me and Master Kim, actually. Uh-huh. It had to do with uh, most people in this country don't understand the concept of enough. Like, there was an experiment with uh, soup, I believe. Where they had a bowl of soup connected to the table that will refill. Hmm. Automatically refill soup. And apparently, on average, a person will eat something like 40-50% more more food when they can't see how much they're eating. Interesting. People tend to eat until the plate is somewhat empty. If they're on a diet, half the plate. If you're hungry, empty well, the plate. Well, you, you know about the thing if you... They're like, judging you, by the container. shrink the, the uh, plate size, mm-hmm. it's a good way to lose weight. Yeah, because you finish your plate and you're full. Yeah, you psychologically you feel full more than physically, because you emptied the plate. Right. So smaller servings of food are usually healthier, in general. I wonder if the percentage of calories goes up by three point one four pi r squared. Oh uh, my <laughs> god, you're an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> what? You just went nerdy. You're like what? what is, wow. On that note. <laughs> We're completely out of time. I'm winning the geek off. 
Okay, on that note, we're completely out of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna train you to do the last part of the, of the thing. I say, uh, I say, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Uh, no, fuck, I, I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> don't repeat that. <laughs> so, generally, this show ends with me and Baymix have a, a quote that represents us. Right. So, I'm gonna say his, and you're gonna say mine. Right. right? So, I'm gonna, you, you're gonna say life is chaos, <laughs> and I say nothing is sacred. Right. And that is the end of the show where we cut. That is the, the motto of the show. Right. And that's the way that we're going to end it. Do you have anything you want to plug? Everybody, by the way, his link has been on the screen the whole time. It's also on the, it's on the description of this video. I say, please. I'm, I'm uh, saying something that I always say at the beginning. You can throw a birthday present. Oh, thank you. You know, he's, he's turning I, 51. I, I actually say this at the end of a lot of my podcasts, too, which is thank you for watching. We're performers. A performer without an audience is schizophrenic. This is schizophrenic. Thanks for saving us. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you, uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching, and you know this. His? No. Oh, no. I start right. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh. You start. Yeah, his. You you say life life is chaos. Oh, life is chaos, and nothing is sacred. His. Wait. Huh? What do you? God damn it! Now. What do you mean his? I missed. I thought you said his and mine, and then the. No, Bay, like me and Baymax invented the phrase "life is chaos, nothing is sacred." Damn it! So his <laughs> his part is nothing is sacred, but he's not here. Oh, so his, I'm saying uh, his, uh, and you're saying mine. Uh, uh, right, right. But the way you said it. it was yeah, you thought you had to say him or his. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're still recording, so life. Watch as we fail. <laughs> <laughs> Life is chaos and nothing is sacred. Say life is chaos. Life is chaos. Nothing is sacred. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>